on another exciting episode of the Animation Deliberation Podcast. We're hitting the final stretch. We got one episode left, but we got two today to talk about. We're going to talk about Metamorphosis Part 1 and Part 2 for Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. Right after these ads, we have no control over. Sing along if you know the words. A one, two, three, it's time for Animation Deliberation. A conversation and a celebration of our favorite action animated series. Yeah. Yeah, welcome back to another episode of Animation Deliberation, the podcast where we take action animation and cartoons seriously, but not too seriously. We're your hosts, I'm Zuhara Lee. And I'm Andrew Rogers. And I haven't seen you in a while, man. I know, it's been so long. It's been a whole three days of actually three hanging out in person. <laughs> yes, listeners, we apologize so much for not getting uh, anything out to you last week on this topic. But Zoo is traveling to come out and see me. We had a lovely weekend together. We went to go see a football game, the Washington Commanders versus the Los Angeles Rams, if you were curious. You know, it was a it was a fun time being in L.A., but neither of us had watched anything that the other person had watched, and we were both I mean, exhausted by the end of the weekend. I was caught up. You were caught up on this, but you hadn't seen Boy and the Heron yet. That's true. So that's that's what I still have. I had seen Boy and the Heron. You had seen JJK. So it just didn't work out for us to record anything. But either way, we were tired. We were playing Pokemon. We had other things to do. <laughs> I got to tell you guys, for all the dweebs out there, if you go to L.A., check out Little Tokyo. I was on autopilot at one point because we were there for like, what, four hours? Oh, we were just going. I somehow, managed to not, area. I somehow managed to not buy a thing. Uh, it was a very difficult task, and I was, I was just so exhausted. Two hours in, like I had been out all night the night before. I was out all morning, and then just like trying to walk, but it's still like gotta look at this one, gotta look at that one. And then at one point, Andrew was like, "I think this is the end of it," and I was like, "No, I'm following the the balloons. Like, there's there's more, there's more over here." And then we hit like a whole other plaza. I'm just like, <laughs> "It's so cool, and I'm so tired." <laughs> yes, we walked through so many stores, every anime figurine you could think of, every Pokemon plush, every Gundam uh, put together project. Like they they have everything here, so. Like, if you can't make it to Tokyo, Little Tokyo does do really good in the way of merch and other things like that. The food also is not not too bad either. So I'm going to do a grocery store just because it's like, it's part of Little Tokyo. Why not? <laughs> it's Don Quixote, which is like a big deal in Japan. So, it, no, it, Little Tokyo is very fun. I was glad that I got to watch you just fully weave out pretty much. Yeah. But one of the biggest things about being in L.A. is because my body was not used to the lack of humidity. I was very dehydrated, very dehydrated, very thirsty. And what was the one thing that helped me out? It was liquid IV because one stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. The result of an extensive R&D process to perfect the flavor and efficacy, Liquid IV combines science-backed zero-sugar technology with the brand's commitment to delicious real flavor. No artificial sweeteners and zero sugar with the proprietary amino acid allulose blend for a sweet taste without the calories or raised blood glucose levels you get from sugar. Contains eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports strength. And I cannot stress enough, Little Tokyo, LAX, SoFi Stadium, highly populated areas in December with everyone traveling. Got to keep those vitamin C levels up and that immune support definitely goes a long way. 
Yes, because if you can't tell from the sound of my voice, I'm trying to put it on real well. I have started coming down with something in the last day, and there's literally two things that they say you should do, and it's hydrate and have vitamin C. And liquid IV is hands down one of the best and like most delicious ways that you can get those immune support uh, supplements, vitamins, everything that you would want to have in your system. It's great because you already should be hydrating, so you get that hydration multiplier, and you can get that vitamin C. It's just so awesome. Because, you know, it's going to be good for you with all of the things because it has all the vitamins and nutrients as well as being non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. And Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. They partner with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions that help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. So what are you waiting for? Get 20% off when you grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free, or any other variant at liquidiv.com and use code STAYWELMED at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code STAYWELMED at liquidiv.com. I really just had a thought, and I'm like wondering how Liquid IV would go in hot water. Because like the one reason that I'm not drinking Liquid IV as opposed to tea is because like you know, you got to get that hot water to soothe the throat when you know you're going to be talking for an hour as opposed to the liquid IV that I was drinking all day. I'm like, how would it go in hot water? Do you think that would help to like... The immune support continue? one actually does taste good in hot water. Is it good in hot water? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's... I feel like that might have to be my next step after this. Yeah, because all citrusy anyways, so... Ooh, you're right. So there you go, listeners. Pro tip from Zuhair and possibly myself. We'll see how that goes. Uh, liquid <laughs> IV in hot water. Can confirm. Can confirm. Well, as you know, we would usually be doing a synopsis, uh, but we missed an episode, and reading two synopsises sounds long, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't I don't know if I really want to do that. With I'm a so jet lagged, so honestly, like, I'm never going to be the one to, like, keep the episode short or anything like that, but if we can omit something to just get straight to the conversation, I'm... We, I was about to say, we it. can omit the boring part, the part that is just us reading off what everyone hopefully watched. And instead, just talk about it because holy crap, I can see why the entire time you were in Los Angeles, you were trying, you were just biting your tongue because you had so many things that you wanted to say to me when I hadn't seen the episode. I kept making references, thinking that you had seen it because I kept forgetting. And I was like, oh, I hope that doesn't spoil it. <laughs> no, you didn't spoil anything for me. I didn't. I I wasn't paying that much attention to the way that you were saying things because, oh my gosh, this. Can it get better every week? I don't know, but like the trend keeps happening. Or that uh, Metamorphosis Part One was so good. Seeing Toto be this like all in was phenomenal. Yeah, it really is nobody safe, and I was genuinely worried for Toto. So I'm glad it was just his hand. I'm curious, like how he's gonna because he's a smart dude. Like how he's gonna figure out how to use his curse technique again. Well, does it have to be flesh on flesh? That was the like first question that I asked myself. Like, if he goes Anakin Skywalker here uh, and ends up like a robot, does it still work? Yeah, or if somebody knows some type of reverse technique that could help him out. Because, coincidentally, Facebook Reels just sends me random anime scenes all the what? time. <laughs> what? Like, the Instagram Reels are on Facebook now, right? But like, I guess I follow two very different things on each one. So it's like, sometimes I get like a different, a very different algorithm for both. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, So like, so on like the Facebook videos or Facebook reels or whatever, uh, I get anime clips a lot. 
anime clips and DIY like home stuff uh, and like car detail. Like, like those are the three things that it's like going across. But the scene with Toto versus the special grade from season one came up and he specifically said that it has to be a clap. And there which, was is, so... which is why he was able to do it with Mahito's hand. Right, right. But he like, couldn't do it with his nub. Until we had the whole like joke of like it's in your spirit in Metamorphosis Part 2. But I'm just like, you know, you can clap other things. There are a lot of jokes we could clap other things, but I will leave those to the listeners to <laughs> think about what those are. <laughs> I was like, there's one way that he could clap. Quick just... shameful plug. I just finished shameful. doing a uh, three two three, and we were doing this holiday version of this game called Cake or Caken. Oh, no. so it's like a really zoomed in picture of cake or somebody asks, and you have to guess which one it is. <laughs> so obviously, we're we're making a bunch of cake and jokes. <laughs> the fact that you brought that up on this show. Like, oh man, she can't get away yeah. from it today. When, when he was even on the episode when he was saying things about like, oh, I gotta make it clap, I was like, Yeah, hey, you could. There's definitely ways <laughs> to do it. But yeah, I think that he's really just joining the elite rank of one handed hot men is all that's happening. Yeah. At this point we have two trends. We have silver hair with a blindfold and we have one hand, and I don't know why this keeps happening, but here we are. I had a nickel for every time have two nickels but it's weird that it happened twice yeah yeah the first person that crossed his mind is uh sasuke having one arm now and there was a part where he was fighting somebody and he only had the one hand so he was like grabbing the other person's hand and, like getting them to do the hand signs for him to do his techniques <laughs> which is really cool oh, so the yeah, fact that like think uh about that being a like requirement for naruto yeah, so for him to just grab Mahito and just, like, make him clap his hand to get wrecked, wrecked by a black flash was awesome. Honestly, the entirety of this fight was so just, it was dramatic, it was over the top. Might be one of the best, like, you haven't seen my final form reveals that I've seen in a while. Because, like, oh, Mahito's final form was so cool. Like, I still still hate him, still hate him as a character. but. As for the way that they looked and the way that that fight went down, was yeah. epic on so many proportions. Yeah, like now we see why he was so excited to like figure this out. Yeah, I mean, I felt like they were teasing it for a reason, but I don't think I expected it to go that far. If anything, I expected more of like I'm actually your father, like human form or something mm-hmm. along those lines. So to instead just get raw power was it was so cool. And then the entire like battle happening on his cursed like bodies was like who needs a domain expansion when the battlefield is just like entirely yours? Yeah, yeah. The fact that he picked up from Gojo's technique so quickly—it's oh. like, oh, this is smart. That that hurt me when he revealed like, ah, oh, I was paying attention, and this is what Gojo did was you know the point two seconds, and it's like no. No, you can't do this, too. You can't get away with this. This shouldn't be allowed. You weren't even there. Like, you were just watching. You you didn't even get attacked by this. Yeah, that's another scene I recently, I think it was yesterday, came up on the same Doom scrolling, where they had to explain all that, and he was like, do I save the people, or do I take out the 
the special grades. And he has point two seconds to figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah no, Mahito I... was there. It's a weird thing that Gojo was taking on like what four special grades at the same time. Oh yeah, Gojo. Gojo's no joke. And I was even just thinking about how long ago it felt like that was because that was like two months ago. But it was super intense because Monica was finally catching up. So I've just been checking in with her, like where she's at. She keeps saying these things. I'm like, God, that did happen this season, didn't it? That wasn't like three seasons ago. So much has evolved and happened that I forget who was where and when. Makes you wonder where the show's going. To sad places, honestly. I don't know. Like, I guess we'll kind of transition into talking about the next episode because we get the revelation that we're not even going to see the fight with Meme, Wiwi, and Sudogeto. And instead, like, they have fled. I'm just trying to figure out, like, how does anyone explain what has happened? They can't just say this was an earthquake. They can't just say, like, there's a whole area entirely destroyed. Like, how do they explain this? How do they come back from this? How does anything happen? Half of the Jujutsu sorcerers are probably gone. Like, where where do they go? Where does this go? What is happening anymore? I mean, so people know that sorcerers exist. No, I don't think they do. Because whenever there's a big thing, like it's the like law enforcement or whatever that calls the sorcerers in, right? No, I don't think it's like common knowledge. I feel like they have people on the inside, but I don't think it's like, oh yeah, just anyone knows like the sorcerers and cursed spirits exist because I don't think they want people to like be living in fear because fear helps to create cursed energy. Oh, I thought it was one of those like well, since the normal people can't see it, we'll just operate, like, as low-key as we can. I mean, yes, but, like, I think some people know. I wouldn't be surprised if law enforcement knows, obviously, but I don't think it's as, like, high-profile. Because like, Gato like, in the movie was, like, taking in clients and stuff to get those curses exercised. Yeah. Meme works for money. Yeah, like, they work for money. There definitely is... I don't know. Reddit, what answers do you have for me? (laughs) I think it's, like, this weird middle ground of, like... They don't know how to explain it, but, like... I think it's... I don't think it's a secret thing. But not everyone in the world cares because they can't see it. I think it's more on the secret end because I think about like how when they have interacted with civilians, the civilians just have no idea what's going on. Like, I don't think they know who those, these people are. I don't think they were like, look, Gojo's here. He's wearing like the jujutsu uniform or whatever. Like they're just out there living. I don't think. Also say, think of like Demon Slayer, right? Like demons aren't hidden from anybody. But they're obviously causing problems, but this organization is just kind of like on the side of law enforcement. And But I don't think like the regular law doesn't know about No, because remember he had to be like, excuse the fact that I'm carrying a sword. Yeah, exactly. So like it's But they're not, not really like any... secret either. It's just like such a niche thing that like the general population doesn't really care about it. But I think it's also easily explained away by the fact that Demon Slayer takes place in, like, the Edo period, as opposed to this taking place in the modern day, wherein, like, back then, people were uninformed. Tanjiro probably didn't know about demons because he was, like, living in the mountains with his family uh, up until that point, whereas 
I I think it's also like how fewer people are coming into contact with them in that world as opposed to in this world. It could if we're going modern, it could be like us with like aliens supposedly roaming around. Yeah, I think popping that's in exactly. and out. Like people believe that, it there, but the general population won't like expect to. No, that's ex- honestly exactly how I view it. Like there are superstitious people that are believing in curses and different things like that yeah. in this version of Japan, but it's not the populace. Like, did did you start watching Bob Psycho? I feel like you may. Have I was it. halfway through the second season when I got distracted and started watching something else. But there you go. Like, I think that's a perfect example of like, oh no, regular people believe in like psychics and curse curses like happening to them, and most people are just like, ah, oh, these don't exist. But then there's the handful of people that can actually like see them and take care of them. Yeah. Like, oh no, this is a problem. I wouldn't okay, be so I think we finally got to the same page of like where we think this world's at. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't even think law enforcement really knows. I I wouldn't be surprised if it's like the management, whatever, like makes them think that it's a sect of the government closing things off. Yeah. I don't know. There's too many logistical questions. Like this show already does a bad job of explaining the powers. You really think they're gonna break down how the government structure works yeah. and how they can close down the entirety of Shibuya? Like Yeah, because I'm trying to think of like when the kids were murdered at the theater and how sorcerers showed up like based off what the case was like but they actually had permission to like go in and look around like those are the things i'm thinking of when i say that yeah because i do feel like i remember something about them saying it's like shield that. agents coming up it's like who yeah. are you don't worry about it <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it and then there's, some sort, of, there's some sort of cover-up to say like oh here's what actually happened that they end up telling the news and the authorities but i don't know if they're necessarily tied together or if it's just like again above your pay grade so back to the episode. That was a fun derail. That was, I think that was a, that's the kind of things you should listen to this podcast about. Every now and again, I'm like, Absolutely. we just talk about what you see on screen. But then we get those conversations. Like, this is actually interesting. This di- <laughs> this dives into the extra, extra curriculum. And this is why we skip reading the synopsis. <laughs> so that we could just do stuff like this. <laughs> we have time for that. But yeah, as soon as, I, w- I was confused with, so the way that Gator rolled up and he was like, do you want me to save you? Like, I thought it was going to be, like, one of those typical anime tropes of, like, oh, you got beat, you're useless to me now. Like, Vegeta and Nappa type of thing. But then it made me realize when Mahito was, like, trying to touch Gato that Mahito probably knew that Gato was just waiting for him to hit his perfect form. Like, that's what he was waiting for, for Gato to be able to absorb him and utilize his power. I assumed it was either perfect or him being weak enough because there's the whole like multiple soul thing. He might not have been able to absorb until like mm. he was just down to one. Like how do you absorb all the others? That's not really curses. Yeah. Since the whole thing is curse absorption. Yeah. So that's why he was like training him and like teaching him and everything. So it's like he could get to that point where it's like, you are perfect for me now. Yeah. And perfect for some sort of plan. I feel like this. He's the probably trying to make was... himself his own body. Yeah, the reveal was interesting. I don't know. I like this whole reveal of like, oh, it's actually like one of the most evil sorcerers to ever exist. I feel like it would have been cool if we knew who this was beforehand. Like I'm sitting there like, oh, it's it's cool. This person obviously has a scheme that they're going on. And that's how this whole like back end magic has been happening. But just the, the Voldemort fact... of the Jujutsu world. Yeah, like every I think it was everyone's reaction made me care about it but just from like an observer perspective I'm like but wouldn't it be interesting if we had already heard name drops of this person or mm-hmm. if they had been like referenced of oh we haven't seen anything like this 
since such and such or anything along those lines. I think it could have been interesting, but regardless. Um, cracked me up when the archer the was one, like me <laughs> me i am also they had so many of like the old school season one funny moments in this episode mm-hmm. where it was just like panda in this form and then like oh this his name is also uh kamo uh yeah kamo so it's like wait me there were just so many of those little moments we didn't even talk about the entirety of the toto in his imagination scene from last episode <laughs> Oh yeah, that was delightful. I was just like, I see in the top it says in his imagination. What is actually happening? What's really <laughs> going down? But the fact that it was started by him dropping the locket and seeing those two, just his crush next to so his brother. Cute. I was like, oh my god, time to stop this. And then the, and I'll just tag on with more of the funny moments. The pheromones comment, yeah, of being like dangerous are pheromones. Are you sure you're not like doing something dangerous here? <laughs> Yeah, that part had me dying. Uh, while we're doing season one callbacks, they used a lot of the music, uh, especially the music that used to be like the transition to commercial one. Uh, so the fact that they were reutilizing a lot of that for the fight scenes was really cool to hear. Yeah, the music was really good. I feel like they also threw in, um, they brought in the end song like halfway through the episode during the fight scene. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, okay, are we getting ready to wrap up? I feel like we just got here. What's happening? Um, but no, they were just like, this is going to happen and you're going to get the full extended version of this song because it went beyond what we usually hear in the end credits. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is super cool. This is really jamming right along. But um, yeah, it feels like we're hurtling toward the end of the season because, uh, yeah, we have the reveal that Choso is like his biological brother, not just like the Toto level of brother. And I don't, I yeah, need which more. We only know about Yuji's grandpa, so... Oh, that's right. Okay, in my head, yeah, we only know about his grandpa. We know nothing about his parents. And Chosa was saying that he has three parents because his actual dad was manipulated by the thing. So it's like, what if it was a similar thing for Itadori? Was it that his actual dad was manipulated, or was it that his like it was a demon or not a demon, a curse and uh, Kamu? Yeah, like a curse manipulated one of his parents, and he was, like, born of this demon, or this, of this Kamo brain thingy. Yeah, I don't know, something along those lines, because it was interesting to see that the person had, like, the stitching across their head still. Yeah, I'm thinking of, like, the the Zeus stories of, like, shape-shifting and then just, like, having a parade with regular humans. Like, what if this brain demon uh noritoshi noritoshi kamo has been doing that pseudo ghetto yeah i'm all i can think of is like star wars the whole like there was no father Shmi just like had a baby with the force like yeah. i'm getting those similar vibes so but the fact that either doesn't have either of his parents like what's the dark story there yeah i feel i didn't even think about the fact that we didn't know the lineage so that's super super cool like what does his grandfather know about any of this Mm -hmm. like what what part did they play did they conveniently die in a car crash yeah it could be something along those lines you know harry potter this we're just gonna break out all the pop culture references (laughs) with not having parents but i feel like this kind of answers the question of we asked where the show is going these are a lot of questions i do not think we're getting answers to next week 
I'm forgetting his name again, but they name dropped the guy from the movie. Utah? Did they name drop Utah? They like called his last name. When did they do that? I, I missed that. What was that about? I forgot the actual context of it, but they name dropped him and I was like, huh. Honestly, though, where is Utah? Like, that is a question that I have had multiple times this season. Like, give me Utah. Utah could be helpful. Yeah, Okotsu. Is that just one of the big families? Is that what it is? It could be because Satoru said that he's like a distant cousin of his. Yeah, so maybe it's something along that those lines, because I know that was a big part of the thing. was like, oh, we have the big family set up, and you have the Gojo clan, you have the Zenin clan, and then you, I think you have one other. Um, it's probably this one, the Okotsu. Is it, or is it Kamos? I, I don't know. I More questions than answers. Again, I think, I don't know how we only have one episode left, though. I want to be like, oh, we'll get answers. I'm like, we still have to deal with like what's happening in the moment now. We have to deal with who's fighting. Just got to tell us Mappa figuring their shit out. Yeah, I heard a joke uh, the other day, and I was like, that's really true. No one hates JJK characters more than uh, Gigi or Gege. I don't, I don't know how you pronounce the author's name, but I feel like he really has it out for all of these characters in some way, shape, or form. Because it was like, yay, more of our friends that we know arrived. I'm like, oh no, more of our friends are cannon fodder to just take down on the screen now, aren't they? Like... The more people that show up, the more problems I feel like we're going to have. All right, you're right. The three gate sorcerer families of the Jujutsu world are the Zenins, the Gojos, and the Kamo. They nice. are the, the they are the three distinguished clans that have existed for over one thousand years, having already existed in the Heian area, the Golden Age of Sorcery. There you go. So that's exactly why this is also a big deal because this evil entity comes from one of the big three families. So yeah, you have that to go off of. That's crazy but then like again we have one episode left we have a lot of fallout and talking to deal with but we also still have yuki just showing up out of nowhere at the end of this episode like last character that i thought was going to come back from the first five episodes is just here now like retrospectively we're near the end of the season those first five episodes actually did so much whilst doing so little and of all the of all the intensity that was in the conversation that her and Gato had, that was the question she needs an answer to. I thought it was going to be like, what did you decide about eradicating humans? It's like, no, kind of girly like. Yeah, I think that's also part of it. Like, well, what's happening with this conversation? Does she still feel like that's a viable option? Does she still agree with that previous path that she was talking about? Or does she know that this is not the Gato that she talked to all those years ago? Like, what information does she even have at this yeah. point? But even back then, 20-some-odd episodes ago, which is crazy to say, we said, like, oh, wow, we've now seen all of the top sorcerers on screen, but there's only one that we have not seen their power, and now it is time to change that, and I'm yeah. so excited. They they brought the house down with all of the animation between the fights in the last 10 episodes. They've just continued to pump out more and more, like, Mappa, we have given you so much grief over this. But wow, did you like you saved it all for this? Honestly, these last ten episodes, I have like yeah. no complaints when it comes to how the fight scenes have gone, how great everything has looked, how easy it is to track all of the action. Like it feels like they're pulling from the manga pages in a very, very easy to understand translation. Like 
at no point have I been that confused as to where the action is going, what's actually happening on screen. Instead, they're just making it happen. And I feel like that's not easy to do. Yeah, at first there was a lot of fights that we had to keep track of. And then it just got to the point where they were like, let's just skip Mei Mei. We're going to send her to Malaysia to do whatever things with Wee Wee. I, I had seen that manga panel pop up on my feed prior to, and I was like, okay, whatever, this it's fine. This is going to be like two seasons from now. They're not actually going to animate this. It's whatever. And then it popped up on the screen. I was like, no. Lo and no. behold. Why are we doing this? Like, And then I saw it in my feed later after I watched the episode, people being like, oh my God, they actually did it. I was like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was yeah. nowhere near as like, because again, I had seen some of the Chainsaw Man manga panels before that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Hey, she it, unraveled it, her braid. She did. I'm sure there could be plenty of art of that around. But, yeah, it was... They they saved it for this. I'm kind of glad, because you, you and I were even talking, like, what's going on with Mei Mei? How, how do we get that to go down? No, instead, let's just jump to this. I'm fine let's with that. hopefully save some people from the prison realm. I feel like the fact that that's even still a question uh, terrifies me, because I don't know what they do if we don't. Yeah. Like, do we start season three with Gojo still be chilling in there? We could. That could be like the next quest is to like free him from that because. But also, like, how how much do negative sorcerers and curses run amok if he still is? I think that's the bigger question. Yeah, they definitely have their work cut out for them, despite being very understaffed at this point. Yeah, also, where are the headmasters of the schools? Can can we get them in here, please? For, like, any... I want to see the old man fight, because A, you always get cool old man fights in anime, but B, like, he should be here to save all these people, so let's let's make that happen. Yeah, like, how did the Kyoto people make it all the way over from their city before the JJK teachers made it over? Or headmasters or whatever? Well, we know the JJK headmaster is, like, waiting in the wings for the whole, like, this oh, yeah, is where we're going to heal people. Yeah. So we've at least seen him, but I'm like, where's the old man from the Kyoto school? The guitarist? Yeah. He was interesting. He was interesting. I love like, Gato's just talking shit to him all the time, though. And we could get more of that. I'd be okay, but I feel like if this is not an all-hands-on-deck situation, I don't know what is. Like, yeah, right. Are you telling me there's not another school hiding somewhere up north that we could be pulling people from? Like, come on now. The Frost chick was really cool. Yeah, had we seen her power before? Because I was like, this is new. We, have, we haven't seen this. Yeah, and the way that everyone was super surprised at like Frost being that powerful, I was like, this is interesting. Does that mean that there's some like elements that are not normally as powerful? Because there's some things, like the blood, they were all like, oh, wow, we've seen this before. Whereas the ice, they were like, oh, whoa, this is something that we're not usually used to. Mm-hmm. So I would be curious to know if like different techniques have known thresholds of power. Yeah, I think it's one of those things you just need some training to get it to that level. Because you even see, like, Todoroki, like, his siblings aren't nearly as proficient as he is with just producing that much ice at once. I feel like we cannot be comparing quirks and techniques right at this moment. I mean, I'm, I'm, like, thinking of the one ice character in Naruto, too. So it's like I'm hopping between different animes and just how they perceive the use of ice techniques. So... I mean, are we going to talk about ice bending in Avatar next? Like, how, how deep do you want to dig this hole? Because I feel like an anime. it's not technically an anime. It's <laughs> Korean animation with American English. Yes, I know, but we're 
That was the only other example that I could think of off the top. We of my brought head. Harry Potter and Star Wars into this. Like, let me have my Naruto and My Hero Academia moment. I get it. I know what you're shooting for, but it's not the same. That'd be like comparing, like, it's not that far off either. I mean, it's not. But the rules of the world for every one of these is different because they write it themselves. It's. I want to let you have it. I do, but I can't just like say, okay, yeah, Pokemon rules apply. Go. Let's just put Ghetto in a Pokeball. That's what he did to Gojo. I, as, <laughs> soon as, it start, as soon as it started coming out of my mouth, I was like, wait, <laughs> this is a bad, this is a really bad example. I win! He does win, <laughs> and for all of that, I think the listeners win because they just got to hear me in full defeat there. <laughs> and he's holding up a Pokeball to camera just to rub it in. I do think that's all that I have to say, though. This, these episodes were phenomenal. Like I said, we're hurtling toward the finish line. As much as I'm like emotionally ready for it to end, I'm also a little sad because we've been doing this for so long. I would have rioted, absolutely rioted, if anything happened to Miwa. Um, I thought she was actually going to have a moment and do something cool, and then it was just her sword breaking, her almost dying. I was like, oh no, don't actually be useless. Please stay alive. I love you. And... That was the moment where I was concerned that everyone was cannon fodder. Like, that was where it was. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And I get that it didn't matter. But at one point where they were just like, yeah, Chelsea's pretty exhausted. Um, This could be 7v1 right now. Should we help out? Yeah, I guess we should help out. And then the ice person intervened. It's like, okay, well, that was useless anyways. But probably should have stepped in sooner. Well, I mean, can you blame them? Like, he literally was like, the man tried to kill me, like, 20 minutes ago because like yeah we saw that how many episodes ago but it's probably been roughly 20 minutes just try it out me john <laughs> oh gosh that was i really want them to both come out so we can actually have some interaction between them and be like are we cool are is this is this a thing now should we move in like what's happening i, I kind of want to I did like that explanation of like why he was freaking out because he had that level of a connection with his brothers because before it was just kind of like can we get some context here and that was like what feels like 10 episodes ago Um, so I'm glad that there was some I mean sure like we still have answers but at least it wasn't like just out of the blue it's like oh yeah like give me something to progress on yeah it explains the flashback it explains how it happened and it felt really gratifying I don't know why but it was like we saw it all go down and just had no we answers. About how bad Jujutsu Kaisen is explaining things. And maybe because it was like perfectly foreshadowed, perfectly made sense, they said it, and they're like, "Here's the explanation." And I was like, "Yeah, I have no more questions." Like, they did it. Good job. Good job indeed. Huh. Yeah. All right. Next nice. week is it. Next week is it. It's going to be sad. But we have plenty of other animated things coming around the bend. We've already had a ton of anime announcements for the first part of 2024. So we're going to be looking forward to that. We have Marvel's What If starting tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, um, on Disney+. Plus. Oh, was it not Christmas Day? No, I believe it's the 22nd. Um, and then it's 10 days from there. Because there is a Christmas episode coming out on Christmas Day. But yeah, there's 10 episodes. Uh, I'm sorry, listeners, we do not have it in us to do an uh, episode a day for the next 10 days. So uh, maybe we'll do a mid-season or a end-of-season something. Yep, we'll, see what's, we'll see what's going on. Um, but yeah, we'll want to round that up totally. In the meantime, uh, definitely check out the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. I know that they have 
and they allegedly, I should say, have the energy to do 10 episodes in 10 days. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but definitely keep up with them. I know Jay Scotty's been talking about that uh, over on multi- Multiverse News with them. And speaking of Multiverse News, if you want to check out the most recent episode that came out, I believe it would be the most recent episode. Regardless, I was invited to guest on the Multiverse News cast. We talked about Marvel animation, anime, movies. Uh, you know, my opinions are all over the place, as you know, so I got to stretch my legs a little bit, not just talk about animation, got to talk about, you know, the Oscars and uh, Air Bud, funnily enough. So if you want to really hear my thoughts on Air Bud, that conversation went on oddly long, so I'm hoping they kept it in. But yeah, the, I was on the Multiverse Newscast, it was a great time, and it is a great show to gener- generally check out if you want to keep up with all of your entertainment news. Uh, outside of that, Zuhair, you already kind of did that shameful plug. But just in case the people weren't paying attention, uh, where else can they find you outside animation deliberation on a pretty regular basis? Yeah, 323 with Reed Murphy. That's R-E-I-D. Football season has three games left, and then we're hitting the postseason. I actually am going to be making my first game for the show uh, as we get closer to the Super Bowl, too. So that's going to be very exciting. Oh, so you're telling me Cake versus Kagan was not your idea? No, but spoiler, I did win this week. <laughs> <laughs> Zoo hair knows. No, his I am just cake. a victim to it. Yeah, sure. I know my pixels. <laughs> mm, you you really you really want to have the words cake and pixels that close to each other in a audio to the editable format here? Edible format? And oh jeez. <laughs> well, I said what edible I said. It's, it's here. It is an edible format. Let me tell you what, whether it be cake or cake. It is. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. So I feel like we're going to be doing a lot more, um, like season recap episodes in the next, you know, coming weeks and possibly months, just because all of us have had big life changes and holiday season is exhausting and it's been tougher and tougher to do like weekly things. Like we haven't forgotten about Invincible or Scott Pilgrim or Spy Family or. Whatever I'm forgetting to mention, we haven't forgotten it. We There's just forgotten. a lot going on in life Honest, in general. So we'll yeah. do our best to... Oh, Attack on Titan, that's one we forgot. Uh, Chrissy, <laughs> I did get that email. I've been dying to talk about it. We just have not been able to get our ducks in a row. So I think this just makes more sense to like talk about a lot of things at once instead of trying to do a bunch of weekly stuff. So we're doing our best, guys. Yes, and if you have any thoughts for the show, anything that you would like us to cover, anything that you're just like, hey, this would be an awesome way for me to consume the format as a listener, as always, reach out to us on all of the different platforms uh, that Zuhair lovingly mentions at the end of every episode. Because, yeah, we're always looking for feedback, always looking to make this show better, and always looking to have fun with it, because that's what we do this for, is fun and for all of you. So, thank you so much. Yeah, be sure Oh, wow. I was going to steal it from you. Go for it. No, I don't know. Does it feel right? Does it feel wrong? Do it. It's not mine, so I really don't care. It just needs to be said. That's true. As always, keep tuning in. That's T-O-O-N-I-N. And as always, stay wound. And I still get the last word, muscle, muscle. Thank you for listening to the Animation Deliberation Podcast, a proud member of the Stranded Panda Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at animationdelib1. 
For this and other great shows, you can visit strandapanda.com or join the great community that is the Strandapanda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash svchat. Tune in next time, and remember, stay whelmed.